Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And today we're going to talk about a new movie that's streaming on Netflix. It's called Enola Holmes. Matt, tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, this was written and directed by Gene Wilder. And he <laughs> stars as Sherlock Holmes's younger brother, Sigerson Holmes. And, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is the 1975 movie, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes' Smarter Brother. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh. No, uh, Enola Holmes <laughs> has um, Millie Bobby Brown from, I guess, Stranger Things fame uh, playing Sherlock Holmes's younger sister. And in this, Holmes and his brother, uh, Mycroft, have, have left the family estate. So um, Enola Holmes and her mom, played by Helena Bonham Carter, they just kind of reside at the at the estate and are a little eccentric. And you know, um, her mom teaches her how to be a, you know, an emancipated woman back in <laughs> you know the turn of the century, you know, England. Uh-huh. Uh, and then her mom goes missing. So Enola goes in search of her and runs across um, the. Uh, well, I guess his name is Lord Tewksbury, mm-hmm. who's on the run himself. Mm-hmm. And they sort of develop a bond. Meanwhile, Mycroft and Sherlock are looking for her. And, yeah, that's sort of the, the gist of it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I thought this movie was, was kind of fun. It has a kind of very light and exuberant feel to it. Um, and Millie Bobby Brown, I thought she was very good and very charming as this character. I thought the character um, was interesting. Um, you know, it, it does have that theme of female empowerment, which, you know, I'm all for. But, they, boy, they really, you know, hit you over the head with a ton of bricks with that theme. I mean, it's so heavy-handed to be, and, and particularly at this time when it's set, the things that are done and the things that are said just seem very implausible. But, you know, this, it's, this is kind of a fantasy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm... Okay with it. I just, I just, pref- I just prefer that kind of theme to be um, handled with a little more subtlety. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have made for a, a better movie. Um, but yeah, you know, I thought it it looked good. The the sets and costumes were pretty nice. There's lots of nice scenes of London, which I know, you know, heavily CGI. There were a few times where it looked fake or <laughs> you know overly fake and um, kind of took you out of the the movie for a bit, but. Uh, Overall, I thought it was a pretty good production. Um, I have a few issues with the characters of Sherlock and Mycroft, but I'll talk about that. Yeah. What did you think about mm-hmm. it? Well, I'm sort of split on this. Um, once I kind of just, I guess, realized or decided for myself that this is more of a fantasy-ish movie mm-hmm. that is aimed at kids, mm. I think. That's at least... Uh, either it's aimed at kids... <laughs> Or its style and sense of humor just did not gel at all with, with, with my sensibilities. But right. um, once I kind of accepted that, I was a little more okay with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. It, it's not subtle at all in, in the points it's trying to make. And um, Millie Bobby Brown is actually really good in the role. I wish her role were better. Um, you know, last week when we talked about The Devil All the Time, I mentioned how I'm not really a huge fan of narration <laughs> in movies. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to have narration, I at least want to know who, who it is. They have to, to me, connect with the story. Right? Mm-hmm. 
So Millie Bobby Brown does this combination of narration slash breaking the fourth wall and talking to the camera yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, so at least I know who who she is, <laughs> right? She's you know she's the main character doing it. But there were several times, including right up, I mean, right up to the very end when the credits started to roll, um, where they were telling and not showing. And I I don't know whether they don't trust the audience or they don't trust their production. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a really good movie or TV show or whatever mm-hmm. um, can be done in such a way that you feel what they intend for you to feel and you're thinking about things that they want you to think about, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't a movie that is like this one that becomes very heavy-handed with the breaking of the fourth wall and the narration to drive home to you what the characters are thinking or feeling mm-hmm. or what you maybe should be thinking about. That is... Uh, I have to ding it for that, mm-hmm. um, and I don't. I don't really care for it. Um, it. It's got good actors. I mean, I mentioned you know we've mentioned Millie Bobby Brown and Helena Bonham Carter. It also has Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes and Sam Claflin as a uh, Mycroft. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Baron Gorman, who is a bad guy in this. He's he's trying to kill Lord Tewksbury, and he has been in the two. Um, Oh, what are those movies? Oh, Pacific Rim, mm. uh, where he's not a bad guy. And then David Bamber, who has a small role in this, but I recognize him from a lot of British productions, including like Midsummer Murders. Mm-hmm. And then the lovely and amazing Frances de la Tour yes. is in this. <laughs> uh, great British actress. Uh, and I, I it's my first introduction to Mr. Um, Louis Partridge, but he plays Lord Tewksbury. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's good in this, I think. <laughs> Um, yeah, those are my initial thoughts on that. Sure. Well, I agree with you about the, the narration and, you know, the narration did again, the narration didn't bother me. The breaking the fourth wall, that kind of always bothers me. It, it just, it immediately takes you out of the movie and you, you realize, oh, I'm just watching a movie mm-hmm. and I don't like it. I don't like it as a, as a device. It just is not my thing. So I didn't like that, but um, you know the narration was fine, and I I feel like it was necessary in some parts because you know she spends a lot of her time initially in the movie at least alone, and you kind of need to know some of her history and some of her um, some of her thoughts in a way that would take maybe too long to show everything. Um, so you know I thought it worked okay. Yeah. Um, I mean I feel like some character dialogue though could have handled that, but yeah. yeah, I'm sure I'm sure. Well, maybe some dialogue, more dialogue with her brother, Sherlock. So mm-hmm. I do have some issues with Sherlock and, and Mycroft, particularly Mycroft. Um, so, you know, I'm a kind of a Sherlock Holmes purist. I like the stories, and I like some of the portrayals of Sherlock Holmes. I love Basil Rathbone, and I love Jeremy Brett from the, from the 80s mm-hmm. Sherlock series. I think is the best one. Um, I, I have not been a fan of the recent reimaginings, like uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch and the and the uh, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Not a fan of those. Um, but Henry Cavill's his is more more traditional, but also just kind of boring. Oh yeah, very very boring. Um, and you know, it's not his movie. It's not about him, so it's not a you know, it's not a big problem. But it is a problem. I feel like there could have been he could have been a stronger character the relationship that he had with his sister could have been stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, Mycroft was a big letdown. Mycroft, I think, is an interesting character. 
in the stories. I mean, he's uh, he's supposed to be Sherlock Sherlock Holmes's smarter brother, mm-hmm. but he lacks like the initiative and the the energy to you know to be a great detective. Um, but he never comes across like this character, which is he's just horrible. He's like yeah. the uh, white male patriarch oppressor. And he has no personality beyond that. And I just thought that was a big wasted opportunity. Mm-hmm. It could have been something a lot better. But yeah. those are my, <laughs> my problems with those two characters. I have the same issues. You know, I mean, Sherlock is portrayed very milk toast, very ineffectual. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Office is awful. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I said to you at one point, out loud when we were watching this, I said, you know, men are bad, women are good. Because that's what I felt like the movie was hammering home. And they almost even said it in the movie. I mean, yeah. maybe not like that, but like, you know, there were several lines of dialogue that, you know, basically pointed out the men's failings, right? Mm-hmm. And so here's my thing. A couple things. One, um, I feel like you catch more flies with honey. And I have, you know, like you, like I said earlier, totally on board with you know female empowerment and with with more movies featuring strong women characters and that sort of thing i don't know if you have to put down men though at the same time you're doing that right Mm, right. um i think to do that um i mean that doesn't you know you 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 don't you don't lift others up by putting folks down right Mm -hmm. so that's an issue and then two I don't know. I get it. The Sherlock Holmes brand, as to use corporate speak, you know, <laughs> is is still strong and it's and it's long, and it's old, it has a history, so people know it. Mm-hmm. So I I totally get that's why you would make this like Sherlock Holmes' younger sister kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But part of me is like, if you're going to like kind of taint these already established characters like Sherlock and Mycroft, I mean, if you're going to portray them in a negative light, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe don't do Sherlock Holmes' younger sister. Maybe do the same movie, but she's just, you know, this, this is just a family, right. right? And you're not trying to, you know, uh, bring down, you know, a Sherlock Holmes type of character mm-hmm. in the process. Right. I, and I see, I see that a lot with established properties where, you know, really they're, they're, they change the characterizations of things so much. That it's like, why are you even using this, this this intellectual property? But the reason, of course, is because people know it. Mm-hmm. So that'll get more, you know, eyeballs watching it. Right. Um, it's interesting, though. As, when the credits started to roll, the first credits that rolled, I think, at the end of the movie were director and writer. It's directed by a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's directed by uh, Harry Bradbeer. And the screenplay is by a man. It's by Jack Thorne. Now, it's based on a novel by Nancy Springer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I found that interesting that, um, you know, I, and that's also the irony, right? I mean, you're doing this movie about female empowerment, but you have a, a two men at the helm. Right. Um, and that's, that's a, it doesn't have to be that way, right? Yeah. There's been, particularly last year, and rolling into this year, too, there's been a lot of really strong, good movies uh, written and directed by women. Yeah, um, and yeah, I don't know. This 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 uh, is trying its best to be to be uh, you know empowering, but I, I think it falls a little short. Yeah, it has it has good intentions. Um, 
any, I really do feel like the, the audience is young girls, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Um, I just feel like, yeah, you know, it could have been handled better. Yeah. Um, but I, I did have an enjoyable time watching it. And you're right, there's some... If you, if you watch a lot of British television or British films, you'll recognize a lot of faces, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. And it's always wonderful to see the, the great Frances Taylor tour, and she had a really nice role in this. Um, yeah. So. And this movie, it's funny, you know, I, I've said before that it, it, I felt like it was maybe for kids. And that's because it's very... It's a very... Um, it's almost sometimes too simple and too obvious mm. for things, and, and it spells things out. Yeah. So I was watching it, and I was like, you know, I felt like maybe my intelligence was being insulted <laughs> a few times. Like I was like, no, I, I get it. You don't have to like look at the screen and tell me mm-hmm. or whatever. But then I thought to myself, oh, this is this is probably for younger people. Right. This is for kids. I think it must be. Yeah. Now it does go into some dark places every now and then tonally, mm-hmm. um, but you know, a lot of movies geared towards kids do that or have done that you know i mean um i remember one of my favorite childhood movies uh was time bandits oh yeah and uh you know as a a kid protagonist and you know i loved several scenes of it from a kid it's kind of a dark movie yeah no i always think the the best the best childhood stories are the ones that get a little dark yeah um and it's on so this is on netflix and uh so out of 10 what would you give this so I'm going to give it uh, 6.5. Okay. I'm giving it a 5.5. So our score is a 6. <laughs> uh, it's on the tomato meter. This has a critic score of a certified fresh 93%. Wow. And an audience score of 79%. Well, so we're a little low. We're a little low. People really like it, apparently. Yeah. I will say that, you know, I, I overall thought it was this cute movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. And you know, in these times that can seem a little dark, it's you know, it's kind of a cheery, cheery movie to watch for the most part. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So thanks for listening. Yep. Yeah, thank you.